You're listening to the Hello Lovely Podcast with Christy Williams, episode 101. Hey lovely, today I have a celebration of success with a client. I am doing a series called A Year Later to Celebrate These First 100 Episodes. Last week you heard from Jessica Weiner who made a beautiful transformation into entrepreneurship. And this week we're going to be talking with Renee Sar, who had a beautiful journey in learning about herself and really doing what she thought was impossible. I am honored for you to meet Renee and hear of her journey of success and how after a year later, she's still using the tools to rock it. <laughs> so without further ado, here's Renee. Renee, I'm so glad to have you on the podcast today. Thanks for having me. It's an honor for me too. So oh, I appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So you and I worked together. It's been over a year. Mm-hmm with each other. So I thought it would be fun for the lovelies to kind of hear, you know, what it's like after the program, especially in honor of a year later series. And then also just hearing from you because you had success in the program and what your journey was like. So we're going to go back. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) When you first reached out to, to start the program, like what were you hoping to achieve? To be honest, I didn't know what to expect because just like so many other women, you know, you try all kinds of things in your life because you feel like I need to improve. I need to do better. I need to, whatever it is, lose weight or be more, whatever, <laughs> be, have more self-confidence or have, and so you try all these different things and these things don't work. And so over and over and over again, you keep trying different things and they don't work. So this was one other thing that I was like, okay, I'm going to try it. And I never go into it thinking I'm going to fail. I don't. I guess maybe in the back of my mind, I was like, this may be just like all those other things, but I'm going to, I'm going to give it a try anyway. So yeah, there was a lot of things I was hoping to accomplish. I just, there were certain things I just didn't think were possible to accomplish. Yeah. Oh, I'd love to hear more about that. (laughs) Yeah. There was this mm, maybe part of me that was like, I need to lose weight. I need to do better. I need to exercise it. And it wasn't so much the losing weight. It was just to feel good. And and because I had done it uh, several years before where I had gotten into a good program, I felt good. And then, of course, got out of it. So I was thinking maybe I can get back to that. And, and that was sort of like a superficial maybe thing that I I wanted to accomplish. But I knew going in that there was something and and mostly because of listening to your podcasts and following you on social media i i had this inkling that there was just something deeper that was making it so that i couldn't i wasn't able to accomplish the things that i wanted to one of them was get into a good routine and that type of thing but i felt like there was just something on a deeper level that i needed to address but i didn't know what it was Yes. And I love how when you came to session, you were just all in like when you started the program, because we were friends already. Right. Already friends. So that's how our relationship began as friends. And you had mentioned to me, you're like, I might be interested in your program. And I was like, well, okay. you know. <laughs> like, uh, but then when you decided to move forward, like you really committed to it, you showed up every week ready to go. Yeah. And what would you say was your biggest surprise? Like once you started Um, Because you did express like, wow, I didn't think that that was possible. Would you share more about that? I guess peeling back the onion, right? You are, what did I call you? A brain ninja. (laughs) (laughs) 
I, I had a lot of names for you. Brain Ninja, I'm sure, was one of them. You helped me to peel back the onion, the layers of the things that were at the, you know, underneath. The, so what I was suspecting <laughs> was a deeper thing it was there. And it went way deeper than I could have, have imagined. So many times in our sessions, I would walk away with my mind blown because there was this layer that I didn't know was there that you helped me to discover just by what I love to. And it might be like, going back a little bit on this, but do it <laughs> was that you never, you never forced me to say things I was uncomfortable saying. So if I didn't feel comfortable and, and I was very comfortable expressing a lot of things, but there's something sometimes is just too hard and you never made me say it out loud, but you would tell me, okay, you don't have to say it, just think about it. And now I'm going to ask you some questions and you just need to answer those questions aloud based on what it is that you're thinking. So that was super helpful to me too, because I was always comfortable. I was always in a place where I didn't feel pressured to say things that I didn't want to say out loud because it's hard sometimes. It's just, it sometimes feels physically difficult to say the words sometimes. So that's what I appreciated. And and so as I was peeling back that onion, I was always just shocked and surprised at what I was finding on each layer. Yes. I love it. That is so beautiful. Yeah. Because we're not doing therapy. So there's like things we don't need to talk about, like with any, with any client, like some things just remain private that we don't talk about in a coaching space. And so I was always really surprised and tickled with how your mind was blown too. <laughs> right? Because that's that's the thrill. We always think it's so circumstantial because yeah. circumstances do play a huge role in our experiences. But it's like being able to show someone, you know, how their mindset really, how to work with that, how to work with their feelings, understanding those like on a knowledge level. Mm -hmm. And being able to look at a circumstance that we either dealt with in the past or we're dealing with now and not feel like, well, because I'm dealing with this, I have to feel this way. Right. There were, th there were so many things that I thought were real. <laughs> they, in my mind, they were, they were real. It was the truth. Yes. It was a fact. And you helped me to see that, no, they weren't. It was a truth I was telling myself, but it wasn't necessarily the truth. It was just a thought that I was thinking. And that was... Ugh. Yeah, that was a huge reality check to understand that these these things that in my mind were so real. And I, you know, I think I compared it to like the monster under the bed when you're a kid, you yes. think this is real. And so you react a certain way as a kid, your heart beats faster, you're scared, you run, jump on the bed because you don't want it to catch you. You think it's real. And then you come to realize that, no, it's just a figment of your imagination. So there were a lot of monsters under my bed. And and I just one by one started to realize and, you know, that they were that they didn't exist, that they weren't real, that it was just basically in my head. So good. <laughs> I, I love how you yeah, you compare it to a monster in your bed. It's so relatable. I'm sure a lot of the lovelies can really appreciate that. I, when I first started you know, learning about mindset and feelings too. For me, it was like when you open a closet and there's things to clean out and you're just like, hmm, you just close the door. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you're like, 
Oh, if I want to, right? But once you go in there and you just take one thing at a time, the results are such a payoff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you also helped me to to understand and appreciate that uh, I, I avoided a lot. <laughs> I avoided so many things. You would You would ask me questions and you would never allow me to answer, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and and that I learned pretty quick at the beginning mm-hmm. because I don't know is just an easy way to just not think about it and to avoid it. And I did that a lot. And then I would stop myself because I'm like, no, she's not going to let me say that. <laughs> so I had to come up with an answer. I had to really dig and think about the answer to that question because, yeah, I had been avoiding it all this time. And forcing me to face it, like you said, like opening the closet and like, ah, okay, now I really need to start looking at this face to face. And I think um, sometimes it can, like if someone has never done this work before, it can seem intimidating, you know, having to think deeply possibly, or maybe talk about things that they haven't talked about before, even though it's a safe space. Can you speak to how it was possible for you to do it like that. Sometimes it can be a challenge to think deeply. It has a similar effect to even lifting a weight for your muscle. Mm-hmm. Pick up a five pounder and you're 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 like, oh, I feel it. Right. But you're not throwing yourself into 100 pounds, like breaking your back. Yeah. Can you speak to your experience about what that was like for you, the effort involved? And yeah. And I think that's a really good illustration because I mean, we all know when we work out, it's hard, (laughs) it's physically difficult and you don't want to do it. And then you force yourself to do it. And yeah, you may be sore the next day, but you feel good. You feel good physically because you've done something and you know, and, and the aches are reminding you that you, you did it, even though you didn't want to. And then knowing that you're, you know, you're accomplishing something. And so I think, that's what it was like with uh with the sessions uh you know how many times pro- probably every time i walked away with it when tears right <laughs> not and it wasn't it, it wasn't sad tears or traumatized tears it was cathartic it was like i cannot believe that i am finding this out about myself i'm in my mid well late 40s and <laughs> And so you think by now, okay, I have it figured out. I know myself, I know what's going on, but you don't, you know, I mean, unless you've done this work, you, you, you don't. And so that was very surprising, but also great because when you get to know yourself, when you get to understand what's happening underneath, then at least you have some control to, to change what you don't like. But when you don't know what it is, you can't change it. <laughs> you can't. You can't improve it. You can't, yeah, like you can't enhance it or, or, or throw it away. You, you, you can't do anything with it because you don't know it's there. Yeah. And like you said, it feels so, it feels like the facts. Yeah. Like I know this about me and this is my limitation. And so I can't change it. And so then we try to go into solving. Okay. Well, how can I accommodate for this thing about myself? That's a fact. Right. And then we get to look and look at it really through coaching and just be like, wait, what are the actual facts? Let's look at those. And then many times we don't need to solve. There's nothing to fix. Right. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. We're like, actually, all of this problem solving I was trying to do isn't even necessary. I can just move forward now. Yeah. And that was huge, too. That was really huge because when I figured out, like for me, there was one thought my whole life from the time at least 
I was nine that I carried with me and I didn't even know it was there. And that thought spawned other thoughts and it affected really every single part of my life, but I didn't know what it was. I had no clue that it was there. I didn't know I was thinking that. It was such a shock to me that I was thinking that this whole time because I, I would never have thought this is the thought I had. And so this is what's happening and blah, 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 like all the way down the line. And so, like you said, I just realized that it was there and was like, yeah, I don't, I don't want to do that anymore. <laughs> I don't want to think that anymore. And, and then I, I moved on. It was like, okay, I'm done with that. <laughs> Let, let's move on. And that was huge. Because it eliminated one big, big thing in my life, which was guilt. And I carried guilt around all the time. And I didn't know where it came from. And I had no idea why I was feeling it, just feeling guilty, just this guilt. Just it felt like it was weighing me down all the time, every moment of every day of my life. And everything I did, I was tainted with this guilt. And I didn't know why. When I realized it, I was done with it. I did wow. not want to carry that anymore. I <laughs> <That> was it. <laughs> yes. Like you said, there was nothing to fix. I just needed to realize it was there and and just move on from it because I didn't I didn't want it in my life. Oh, that's so powerful, Renee. Yes. You remind me even of my own example of like when my sister died too. I felt guilty that she died because I kept saying mm -hmm. she was better than me. She was better than me. Like yep. this is a thought that I was believing was a fact. Yeah. And I think it's really, really important to highlight now that you may hear someone share a thought like that, like she's, she was better than me. And it may even be our natural inclination to be like, no, no, that's not true. But when a thought feels true to somebody, it impacts how they feel, even with reassurance. And so this is the yeah. difference between a friend relationship, which is amazing and supportive for sure, yeah. and coaching. Because in coaching, you can look at that sentence, which for you feels true and changeable and is affecting your life decisions. Yeah. And mine was, I didn't do enough, right? I didn't do enough. And so everything was tainted with that. I didn't do enough. So that there was always this guilt, this perpetual guilt. And that was there. And yeah, so compliment me on something like you. Oh, you did a great job on that right away in my head. No, I didn't do enough. And and so they would go, no. So I would recoil when they would give me a compliment because it felt like they were hitting me with, with an untruth, right? They were hitting me with a lie. <laughs> and I would be like, oh, no, 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 no. Thank you, but no. And so it was very difficult for me to accept compliments. Again, I didn't know why. I didn't know what I was thinking. I didn't realize that I had this thought in my head of, you didn't do enough. I had no clue. I just would instantly react if someone complimented me on something. Like you said, it, it was just this, it was a reality to me that yeah. no matter what I did, it was never enough. And so all of that just, it affected every, everything in my life. Yes. I, I, I don't remember the date as in the date and time, but I remember the moment when <laughs> this came yeah. up just the light bulb. Like these are mm -hmm. such powerful moments. Yeah. Cause it's like a freedom. Yeah. I sobbed. I sobbed, I think for hours <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> after that, because it was like, it had gotten to the core and we had discovered all kinds of different thoughts that I was thinking. 
and that was fine and everything. But when we got to that, that was my core. That was it, man. That was so, so powerful. And I did. I sobbed and sobbed and sobbed because I had, I was going over my whole life and looking at all these things that I had thought my whole life and realizing none of it was true in light of this thought that I hadn't done enough because I did like, yeah, <laughs> I, I did enough. I did. Like I did. It was, it was, yeah, I cried. I cried a lot yes. <laughs> that night. It's so funny you're sharing this, that something similar happened to me similarly. And it was like a breakthrough in that area in, in a similar area as well. And I was so happy. It was like, I felt so free. I, I cried like in my guts, like just, whoa. yeah. And, but knowing, yeah. knowing while crying like that, like, I'm free from this. Like, this is such a release. Yeah. Yeah. It was huge. We don't always cry every session. <laughs> but <laughs> so, like, sometimes, like, sometimes we laugh in sessions. Sometimes. Oh, I'm, yeah. For sure. But I, it's very important to know that whatever you're feeling, whatever emotion it is, it's welcome in a session. And for some women, they haven't had a space where that has even been possible where it was comfortable to even feel or cry or, or laugh or whatever without having to apologize or someone trying to change the way they feel. Mm -hmm. Whatever emotion you're feeling, especially if it's tears, I like to remind women that sometimes when you are really happy and feeling free, you will cry because it's a grieving process. You're letting go of something that has been what you have thought a part of you for a long time, like something you were using against yourself or whatever the case may be. And so you're growing. And even if it's something you want to let go of, you want to release, there's still a grieving process. Yeah. My whole life been a crier. It's just not something that I've, I've been, but I went through a lot in the maybe five years before we did our coaching. And I was to the point where I was just, I was at my lowest point where I felt like, if I don't do something now, I don't know what's going to happen. So I was a vulnerable and I made myself vulnerable because I knew if I didn't, I wouldn't be able to fix. Well, I say fix. It really wasn't a fix. It was just a, a discovery, right? So I wouldn't be able to peel those layers back and discover what was who I was underneath and what I was thinking if I didn't make myself vulnerable. And that was a very, very difficult thing for me to do. Because, you know, some women just, they, they can talk all the time. They can say stuff and express themselves, but that's all, that's always been a struggle for me. So it was very vulnerable for me. So that's why crying was sort of like my, my way of uh, expressing what was going on inside because it, it, it was uncomfortable in some ways to, to, to be vulnerable like that. But at the same time, like you said, super freeing, just letting go of, have so much that I have been hanging on to. Yes. Oh, so good. Yeah. I would compare it almost to like, it's safe to be honest here. Yep. Like we always want to be honest, but sometimes it's like, there's not a place to speak to that. Or sometimes we want to be honest and we're like, it's not safe to do that here. Mm -hmm. So being vulnerable in a place where it's like, it's safe to be honest. That is when you can really see what you are thinking. And so I, that's where I felt I, it, it took a while and it was, it, it was difficult, but I was able to, to get to that place where I just felt really, really safe, um, in, in expressing myself and saying what I needed to say and seeing myself for who I was. 
Yes, this beautiful person. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Once like, upon a time, I would have said no. <laughs> right. Yeah. You know, I'll say, didn't even you. push back on that. <laughs> That's awesome. I was yeah. like, so I said, like, in the beginning, when you're like, let's go back, I'm like, no, I don't want to go back. I don't want to go back to that yeah. person as I was because I don't, not that yeah. I was a bad person. I wasn't. I just like who I am better now. I'm so much more comfortable in my skin. In, in every way possible. So I don't want to go back to that discomfort that I felt for so long. You just can't even go back, right? Like once you've learned what the thoughts are that you were thinking, that's the beautiful thing. It's like, once you see them, you're like, oh, I remember, you know, um, a coach even sharing with me. She's like, in many situations, the pain you're experiencing is self-inflicted. So mm-hmm. she feels like it's kind of like you're hitting yourself in the face. And she's like, so yeah. once I just show you that it's you that's hitting you in the face, you'll just stop doing. It. Yeah. Right. Yep. And that, that was huge too, for me when I, because I, I have friends, one of my closest friends, as a matter of fact, she, she's always out loud said all kinds of things about herself that are negative. And And it would bother me. Like, why do you say this stuff about yourself? Why do you keep none of its truths? Like, stop, don't do that. And so in my mind, I thought I don't do that (laughs) because I, I didn't in the sense that I never said it out loud. She was just saying it out loud. And then I started through our sessions, recognizing and realizing I was doing the exact same thing, but I was just doing it in my head. And it wasn't a conscious thing that I was thinking. It was just these these thoughts that just kept you know, running through my head that I had no idea I was thinking. And, and so then I started like turning it on myself. So what I would say to her, to my best friend, stop. You're not ugly. Stop. You're not <laughs> fat. Stop. You are not a terrible person. Stop. You're not an idiot. You're not stupid. You're... And I would say all those things to her because she would say all these things out loud. And then I started turning that around to myself. I started to be aware of all those things I was saying to myself because I wasn't aware before. Then I I became aware and then I would, I would become me back to me and say, stop. No, you're not stupid. Stop. No, you're not ugly. Stop. Yeah. And, and so that was hugely powerful. Like you said, I, I didn't, I had no clue that I was beating myself up that way. You can, Love the person where you started because she brought you here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's not like you were any less valuable then, but now right. you know who you are, which is yeah. so freeing. Yeah. 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 And it, and it's still a work in progress. Like I'm still, obviously I just, I feel like we never stop progressing. I feel like we should never stop trying to learn about ourselves and and peel back those layers and and look at maybe different aspects of our personality and but yeah overall I know myself so much better now than I did than I did back then and and it wasn't the person it was it was that the feelings it was just the feelings that I was having that that discomfort in my skin and that discomfort just of existing <laughs> and I don't want to feel that anymore <laughs> I don't want to I don't want to go back to that Mm-hmm. And and even even with the feelings of guilt, it can be so easy to take our feelings and make it mean we are our feelings. Right. So if I feel <laughs> guilty, I must be guilty. If I feel anxious, I must be an anxious person. Right. 
And so it's just separating that as well. What we do in the program is looking at what feelings are at face value and how to work with them. Absolutely. What were some of the payoffs to being vulnerable, especially since you shared for you, it was, it was challenging. What would you say, how did it benefit you? There were huge payoffs because, okay, so one of the issues, I mean, there were a lot, right? (laughs) So one of the issues uh, that I had was body image. So I had this awful, terrible body image. Honestly, I had had that body image for a very, obviously my whole life. I didn't realize it, but it was something that, and I struggled with it more as I grew older. Cause you know, you have kids and your body changes, you gain weight, you get stretch marks, you get, you know, wrinkles, whatever, all those things. And so it just felt worse and it just felt like it got worse and worse and worse. I remember you saying to me, what if you just loved your body? What if you just decided I'm going to love my body? And I would be like, in my head, she's crazy. That's never going to happen. Like, that's just, I don't even understand what she means by that because it was never a concept I had even entertained. What do you mean, love my body? What, how does that work? <laughs> I had no clue. I had no clue what that meant. Like, to me, I don't know, love your body is like, maybe what supermodels do because they're they're on the you know they're in their bathing suits and they must love their bodies not necessarily and you you just kept saying like what if you just decide yeah i didn't get it i didn't understand it one day and it was after the session because a lot of the work i think is i mean we, we do work in session but a lot of it is done it's kind of like homework gets done after session and i said to my husband i'm like i hate my body I said it out loud. I'd never said it. I had never said that out loud because I don't say things out loud. Right. So I had never said that out loud and I just said it out loud. And all of a sudden it was as if my body physically reacted to it. It was like it recoiled from me, from those words. And I know that might sound strange, <laughs> but Perfect trust sense. me, if you, <laughs> if you go through this, you'll understand what I'm saying. <laughs> All of a sudden, my body just reacted. It was like I had a physical reaction to to those words. And it was as if my body was like talking to me and saying to me, what did I ever do to you? Like, I have been here for you your whole life. I've carried you all these fun things that you've done. It was because of me, because I took you there. And you have two beautiful children because I carried them for you. And all of this just sort of like came over me was one of those breakthrough moments where I realized that if I wanted to change my body, if I want to, if I, if that's what I want, I want to change it. How do you change something? How do you take care of something you hate? (laughs) And that was like, that was my moment. That was when all the, all those things you had said to me and those, what if you decided to love your body? That's where I was like, oh, and all the bells like went off. And it was like, (laughs) that's, that's what she's talking about. I can't take care of me. I can't take care of this body. If I hate it, I have to love it. I have to love my body so that I can take care of it and do the things necessary to make it healthier and maybe in the process, make it look better. It's okay. How it looks is fine because I love it, right? We never think about how someone we love looks. That's never a, 
it's never a consideration. We just love them. And so that's where that change started happening for me, yeah. where I didn't look at my body and hate it. I started looking at my body and loving it and loving what it has done for me. And, and then I started making those changes. I started making those, I started taking care of it. And so, it, and again, it's still a process. I'm, I'm still doing what I need to do for it, but it, I've been rewarded for, for it. You know, I've just, that just loving my body was reward in and of itself. I, nothing had to change. That was huge. Yes. Was huge. And then, then, then the change happens. <laughs> yeah. If that's what you want, right. If that's what yes. you want. <laughs> and that's, and that's where I was. That's where I'm at. Like, that's what I want. Then I know what I have to do, but I'm happy because I love, I love myself the way I am. Yeah. And saying things out loud, like you said, what, what you asked about the benefits of being vulnerable was huge because it, when you, it's one thing to think it, but it's another thing to think it than hear it with your own ears. So a year later, what are you, or over a year later, what are you grateful for, Renee? I'm grateful I made that decision. <laughs> mm -hmm. I'm grateful to my husband for supporting me, you know, for that decision. I'm grateful to you, well, for what you do and for making me comfortable through the whole process. And we, we were friends before, but separating that friend from coach that was, that was important too. And you, you were able to do that because, but not to the point where I was uncomfortable. Right. So the comfort came because you were my friend, but, and so I still had that, but I always knew that whatever we talked about was between you and me and it wasn't going to go anywhere. So there was that professional, you know, that professionalism. So there was, so all of that, you know, came into play. So I had a lot, uh, yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot that I'm grateful <laughs> <love> for. <laughs> it's so good. I'm I'm so grateful you did it too. And it was it was so much fun in session, you know, and seeing your breakthroughs and your commitment to it. It's just it's just beautiful. So what do you want to say to your past self over a year ago for saying yes? Because you thank me, you thank your husband. I didn't realize it at the time, but I did have enough confidence in myself to recognize that I could do it, right? Because it felt again, felt real in that time that it wasn't possible to be where I wanted to be because I felt like I was, you know, gone through this maze a million times and ended up back in the same spot, never exited the maze, never got to the other side. <laughs> and so it, it just felt like that it was me that I was the failure, but you know, you sort of guided me through that maze. You helped me get to the other side of that maze and, and you just, helped. Like I did the work obviously and it was work and it was difficult at times, but you, you sort of gave me the, the key, the map to help me get out of that maze. And it, and it was like, when you have the key, when you have the map, you can get through sort of, you know, get through it at every, every time. And so anytime I come across a maze or a, or a problem or a, I'm trying to figure something out, I know now what I have to do to get to that other side. And so I knew that I could do it. I just didn't know how, like I just, because of all these, these failures in the past, I felt like I couldn't, but there was obviously this thing inside of me that said, yeah, just, just try this other thing. Just keep trying. Don't give up. So I'm glad that I didn't give up. I'm glad that that person I was before didn't give up. If anyone's listening and that's how they feel, they've tried so many times and they don't, 
they feel like they, you know, they've just failed over and over again. Just try, just try one more thing. <laughs> just try one more thing. Cause that might be the thing. And this was the thing for me. That's beautiful, Renee. And I'm so stinking proud of you. I, I remember how excited I was when you told me you were going to do this because that's, that's the impossible truth that I know is when a woman comes in like yourself and says, I don't think it's possible for me. That's the sentence that I know is not a fact. <laughs> right. <laughs> it, it was just beautiful to see you get started and do it. And I love that you're continuing to use the tools now. It's just, just so beautiful. If you could say something to the lovely community, what would that be? Take a chance on yourself. Like bet on yourself. It does sometimes feel impossible. You can, you can make those changes. There were things, Christy, there were things I thought maybe I could change, right? There were things I was really hoping I could change, but there were things that I literally thought this is never, ever going to change because it's impossible. It is just not possible. And when I got to the point and that, and it happened, didn't happen while we were doing our coaching, but it happened later. I couldn't believe it that those things that I thought were impossible were now possible. Were now, it was now who I was. It was now part of who I am and not, not just this unreachable thing. So even if you think it's impossible, it's then just, just try it because what, what do you have to lose? <laughs> really? What? There's nothing to lose, right? All we can do is succeed in this program. She got what she came for in the program. And then after you can't help, but continue to get results because when you leave the program, you know yourself so much better and you know how to mm -hmm. use tools emotionally and for your mindset. Yeah. So I, yeah. Cause I had made a lot of progress by the end of the yes. program, but but I didn't get to that impossible part, right? That impossible part was still to me impossible, but I kept doing the work. I was so mind blown that I had to tell you, <laughs> even though I had been, it had been over a year, but I was just super grateful that, I, that this impossibility was now a possibility. So yes, girl, I'm super <laughs> grateful for that. <laughs> I'm super grateful for that as well. I am raising the roof over here. You <laughs> yeah, I'm so proud of you. And Renee, it was such a blessing and honor to have you on today. You sharing your story and sharing the experience. I'm so proud of you for going for it and investing in yourself, even when you thought it was impossible. And I'm just so excited yeah. for what's to come because this is just the beginning. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited too. And I really appreciate you having me on. And I hope that maybe something I say someone can relate to and be like, yeah, that that's me. <laughs> and, and maybe they'll, they'll get the help they need to. So I appreciate what you do, Christy. You, you do a great, it's obvious you have passion in what you do. I, I really do appreciate you as a person, but also you as a coach. Thank you, Renee. Incredible, right? Now it's your turn. What do you want to accomplish? Let's do it. Go to misschristywilliams.com and schedule your consultation. That's M-S-C-H-R-I-S-T-I-E-Williams.com. And I'll see you in session.